Welcome to the Afterwatch with Lavar and Phil. Welcome back to another episode of the Afterwatch, the podcast where we talk about movies and TV shows. That full spoiler conversation you have after you watch something you love or hate. I am Phil, and I am Lavar. And welcome back to another episode. As we will be discussing a few things, um, you can hit up a few episodes, a few sorry, hit up a few TV shows and movies that we've been watching. Uh, some random stuff, uh, actually, Phil. What randomly have you been watching a lot of TV or movies? <laughs> actually, I haven't been watching so so much like movies, but TV shows. You know, hitting the the standard stuff with uh, with the wife watching a lot of Castle reruns. Mm. Watching oh a great um, Korean drama okay. called "It's Okay to Not Be Okay." That sounds great. Familiar. Oh, fantastic, fantastic! It's okay not. It's okay to not be okay. Be okay. That, yeah. that that sounds familiar. and that's a series or a movie. It's a series. Hmm. Fantastic one, uh, series. I think it. Won um, 2020's um, Time Magazine Award for Best International Series. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, super right. good. I've super, been, super good. I've been watching a few random stuff. Mostly, not even completing them. I started watching a few stuff on Amazon. Um, some practically horror series or investigation <laughs> series. Um, I was trying to finish up some anime on Netflix. I started. And I stopped again. Uh, and even before this episode, I was struggling to remember what I have watched. Um, but one, I remember I just finished watching is WandaVision with my sister. Uh, and that was, that was a pretty good show. Uh, so far out of the Disney plus series that have come out based off of Avengers stuff, I've seen WandaVision and, uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. All right, cool. I haven't seen Loki yet. Plan to see Loki with my sister. Plan to see what if, what if as well. Later on, whenever I have time to, um, but yeah, One Division was. And I know we're going to talk about like those series later on, but One Division was. Um, I have to admit, for the most part, it was a good series. Ah, cool. I heard there's episode, like a big. I heard like there's a big turn in the like it was one thing at the beginning, and then it kind of took a turn a couple episodes in to kind of most definitely pick up the pace because the way to do it, I don't think it's much of a spoiler based on the um, the. Uh, advertisements what they do is that uh, the first few episodes is based off of different sitcoms in different generations or different decades so mm-hmm. it might be based off of like the dick van dyke joke dick van dyke show uh in one episode another episode might be based off of um uh oh my gosh who's the boss or the jeffersons <laughs> or something like that i was right? gonna say f- uh, uh family ties that thank you that was the one i was looking for family ties yeah. Um, cause you can actually, when you, there's, there's one episode that is based off family, th- loosely based off family ties and the background nice. reminds you, yeah, this is how the family ties place kind of looked. But there's a reason for that as well, right? So by third or fourth episode, things actually hit that turn or, or things are revealed and then things are further revealed later on. It's about nine episodes, if I remember correctly. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm not fussy for the last episode. Um, right. There's revelation there. And to kind of bring Wanda to her fullness mm. in one aspect, in her full identity. Right. Um, 
So that's interesting, especially for those who are comic book fans. Uh, right. Including the costume and such. Also, no, it, it, it addresses Wanda's trauma mm. from seeing her man killed, brought back to life, killed again, and then <sighs> she dying also, and then coming back to life, but her man's still dead. Uh, so that's that kind of back and forth. You probably mess with your head a bit. The one yeah, question yeah. that it leaves me with, because this takes place like almost right after, like day, probably right after the big battle with Thanos. Oh, right, 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 right. So I, I, I don't know for sure, but it's like pretty close. It's within like a short amount of time that she came back. Um, right. And so again, I don't want to get too deep into it, but she, um, her trauma manifests in her powers and she does something big and um and for this for the record i'm i'm holding back spoilers for the sake of phil not the audience the audience probably oh yeah. <laughs> yeah this is the after watch yeah where yeah. everyone i assume everyone already watched it already or or at least know what happens so right. um yeah so yeah pretty much she just she, she's traumatized she acts out with her powers that affects a lot of people and they're trying to kind of you know get her to stop and and but also these alternative motives and then they introduce i'll, I'll say this i'll spoil this is because it's not it's not a big deal for most people they right. introduce uh miss rambo i can't remember her first name oh but, um what's it called the one who is supposed to be the next uh, captain, captain marvel. marvel exactly yeah next cap yeah so right. in, in in the marvel comic books there's been like i don't know, like a dozen people called captain marvel right you have the first kree male Captain Marvel and then you had Captain Marvel the, the one we see in the movie then you have a black woman who is a black, Captain Marvel who turns into full photon energy then you had like uh, Janice who is the son of Captain Marvel and then some, it's like Captain Marvel upon Captain Marvel so anyways they right. introduce Rambo who becomes Captain uh, Marvel Monica Rambo thank you Monica Rambo right. and and I'll say this much out of all the characters and all the stuff that they do and, and the one or two characters they, they brought in from different series or different right. movies her story arc and her presence doesn't really mean a lot oh boy and by that meaning a lot it means like it doesn't mean anything <laughs> it, it really is like this is the only it, what, what was the term uh, it was a backdoor introduction i think oh okay you know what they did with daredevil and punisher they brought punisher in to see oh yes uh, right right same thing that's what it feels like that's what i assume it is Mm-hmm. And like it's not really done very well because she doesn't she doesn't really play a, a big role in it. She goes in, she talks to Wanda, trying to you know, hey, Wanda, I understand. And this is what this is what bugs me about this series. This is what really bugs me <laughs> is that she two scenes. Um, man, I don't want to spoil for you. Okay, one scene. Um, <laughs> you know, the military's on site and trying to you know. Well, no, no. Speak, just speak your speak your mind. Speak, speak, speak your mind, man. Okay. Like, things don't spoil things from you, really. So, that, okay. that's I'm good. Speak it. So, Wanda kidnaps the whole town, pretty much, and brainwashes everybody. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and uh, she forms a kind of force field thing around it, and she right. comes out because they tried to to, to pretty much assassinate her. Right. And she comes out like, "Yo, what are you suckers doing out here?" And back and forth, back and forth. They say, Wanda, man, you kidnap all these people. You're torturing them. And she's like, I'm not the one with the guns. And they go, hold on, Wanda. But, but you, you, you're literally holding a whole town hostage. <laughs> you don't have the higher moral ground here. 
I Yo, love it. No one's there out of free will. Everyone's brainwashed and feeling tortured. So that's that's one. Yeah. And then the second thing was um, Rambo near the end of the, I think near the end of the last episode was or maybe the second last episode. It's like, no, we have to understand. You know, you have to understand. She's she's hurting inside. And this is you know, and then trying to relate to her. Like, Rambo, I understand. I've been there before. I've had loss too. Like, okay, fine, but. She begins to talk about her as if Wanda's the victim. And yes, in part, Wanda is a victim. But now she's victimizing a whole lot of people. Right, right, right. Like, really badly. (laughs) Right? And and her sympathetic type of, hey, well, like, she's committed a crime. Yeah. Right? And she needs, I'll say this, she needs help. She needs psychological help because she had, like, some sort of breakdown or something. So I get that. But don't play it off as if, you know, it's all okay. Yeah, holding a, right, a whole right. town hostage, people are freaking out because, anyways. So yeah, that that kind of bugged me. Um, that bugged no, me. No, no, I'm thinking about like I'm thinking about like with all like, like how good was actually the series? Because like I'm thinking like, it's you know there's the first wave of all like the Marvel stuff that they've done and yeah. you know they 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 t- they've done it. They've completed the universe. So then now they're like, okay, let's just spin everything off and and um. Let's talk with all these, have stories with all these other characters. It feels like to me as though like now they're like, okay, well, let's just have series about all like the C and, you know, the B and C characters. This is, and, 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 and it feels like people who like, there's people who really know all the comic characters that maybe they, this would appeal to them, but it feels like people who have no interest in comics and they've watched the movies like, oh, I, I liked, you know, the guy who picked up the garbage in episode, you know, five of this series. <laughs> Let's have a series about them. Like, I really would like to know what happens with them. And I, I'm like, I don't really care. Like, I they've told all the stories about all the best people already. As Why a writing, to- as a writing exercise, I think that would be awesome to see a story based off of the garbage man from like a random <laughs> Marvel. I, the, I fir- should- the first, the first like alien attack in in Avengers. Yeah, you know, there's a garbage man picking up garbage, and then you just have a story with him, and you just. You know, just write an amazing story. Yeah. Look at, look at this way. The comic book called Marvels, which I want to purchase one day. It's from the perspective of, um, a photo, I think a photographer or a reporter who's on site to see the first appearances of all these super, like of the Fantastic Four and their battle with Galactus. And so it's it's drawn by Alex Ross, an incredible artist. So I mean, maybe something too, maybe like a short, I don't know about a whole series, maybe like a short, five minute 15 minute little thing i don't know yeah, but um that's, that's what it makes me feel like with all these like series like locally and like here's the thing this is Winter my soldier and based yeah. on the two that i saw uh, this is what i yeah. would say one division i think is appropriate if they advertised it a little bit better to mm. show that and, and the advertisement was fine it was weird i obviously wasn't impressed it wasn't something that drew me in based on the advertisements it's the word of mouth that got me interested right um and so but um Examining um, Wanda's kind of the after effect of what Wanda went through, I think is actually very interesting. What happens now that after five years, all these people are repopulated on the earth? Right, right. And how that once again shifts everything. And in one way, it kind of shows the irresponsibility of superheroes to just say, hey, bring them back. And that's it. Well, hold on a minute. There's, there's consequences. I'm not saying don't bring them back, but yeah, to yeah. think out the consequences of what that means. Right. right? And and when you think about it in Avengers, uh, was it uh, Infinity War or Endgame rather? Yeah. Um, 
who did it, who who did they consult with? The what right. government powers did they you know work with to say okay we're gonna bring them back to people and we're gonna put them all on this island and then we can distribute them back to their families over time versus everyone just popping back up randomly all over the place freaking people out. Right in WandaVision, Monica Rambo was one of those people who disappeared. Mm. And it's actually a very cool scene. I actually like this scene. And you see it from her perspective as, as she rematerializes the same place she was, which was beside her mother's hospital bed. Right. Unfortunately, her mother's wow. no longer there. So right. that, And then she's running through the hospital and everyone's freaking out. And you hear a doctor saying, they're all coming back. And that actually, if you give me, if you, if you give me an episode of just that day, right. the day that everyone came back, and what was going on in that city, like a Pulp Fiction type of situation, there's different mm. scenes from places. That, to me, would have been a bomb episode. Right, right, right. Coming back, you can follow one character or a couple of characters as they are rematerialized and trying to figure out what's going on. Because you never really got that in-depth. And that would make a very good uh, episode or even a series, in my personal opinion. I think right, WandaVision right, right. could have been that, could have incorporated that more, but you know, it is what it is. But yeah, long story short, it is a worth, it's, it's worth to watch for entertainment's sake and it's creative. It is interesting, uh, especially when they examine her backstory and her origins. So we saw the origins in Age of Ultron, but this right. goes a little bit further. And what these, and this is my guess. This is not like fact. This is my feeling is that some of these things are retcons. Mm. Right. Okay, so I see. For those who are not right. in the know, comic books they have a thing called retcon. So they kind of uh, go back to the origins and change something or re- redefine something in the past of a character. For instance, Captain America. Uh, so in comic books, they say uh, the only people who stay dead is uh, snap, uh, Robin, Bucky Barnes, and someone else who I can't remember right now. And then since that time, both Bucky and Robin has come back from the dead. Right. So right, now right. the only person who stays dead is somebody else. I can't remember who it was. But the point right. is this. For Bucky Barnes, they retconned him. So yeah. he originally died in the 1940s when Captain America sacrificed himself to save the, the to, to beat the Nazis. And what right. they did was, okay, we're going to change it. We're going to say that um, Bucky actually survived and was brainwashed to become the Winter Soldier. In addition right. to that, he was actually trained before all that, even trained to be Captain America's sidekick and would often be sent off on you know one-man missions to assassinate people. So Bucky isn't <laughs> as innocent as you think he is. So that's a retcon. So they do something yeah, today. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a heavy retcon. Exactly. And even with, uh, and I won't go into the Batman one and Robin one, but yeah, that's the yeah. kind of example of a retcon. So changing up something or redefining something or adding something to the past. And so that's what they did with Wanda. And it's AKA a good retcon. laziness. It could be laziness sometimes. Other times it's it's seeing something from a different perspective. I think in this, because they want to take one in a different direction, they have to explain how she gets there by adding right. to her or filling out the story of her past. And that's right. what I think in the last episode. So I don't hate the series. I think the series is good. Out of the Winter Soldier and Falcon series and this one, I think I like the WandaVision more. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Well, uh, Captain America... Well, it, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, okay so it's very political yeah and the things that she, it's like it's like having dinner 
And like there's like, you know, rice and peas, uh, you know, vegetables and one piece of chicken. And I was like, well, can I get two pieces or so to one piece? Like, you know what I'm saying? They give me all this other stuff, but not enough of this other thing that is really good. Right, you know, right. They, they tell you short on, they plant ideas made for the second series, but they plant ideas about a, for instance, Captain America's origins and how right. they were, you know, in the comic books, they were like these black guys that they were experimenting on before Captain America. They allude right. to that. And then Sam Wilson gives his lengthy speech. But it, 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 the... It didn't make any sense. The end. It didn't make any sense. What the argument was. I don't want to even get into it right now. But <laughs> long story short, One Division is a good series. I did enjoy it. The last season, the last episode wasn't crazy for it, but it was entertaining. Um, right. It was interesting. And if you don't know what's happening, you, you want to figure out okay what's going on, where they're going. It is quirky. It is weird. Um, but I think that's the beauty of it. Some great sci-fi. It's not sci-fi. Some great um, CGI, except for nice. like one scene. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and they really a lot of callbacks to the comic books. Like absolutely a lot of callbacks to the comic books. A lot. So if you're a comic book fan who followed the Wanda Vision stories and you understand Wanda's, you know, role in the Marvel universe and how powerful she actually could be, well, I mean the series lets you know that yeah, you're right. She's that powerful. So but yeah, um outside of that, what else have we watched? I think um yeah, you you finished watching Castlevania season four. Yep. A while back actually. Yeah, I did. What do you think? Bomb series. Well, I I, I like I it, it, except for like the violence aspect of it, <laughs> which makes up for most of the series. It makes up most <laughs> makes up most of the series. Castlevania is a pretty legit legit series. Yeah, I think they do a good job with um, uh, being very economical with their storytelling. So they have usually like an overarching storyline, mm. and um, each episode is um pretty self-contained in terms of like what part of the story is tackling. Yeah. Right. So um, I think with the fourth season, um, like even from the previous season, um, what, was that? Uh, what was the wizard's name again? The female wizard. Um, oh, not Alucard. Oh, uh, Alucard, not Alucard. Um, Cipher. Uh, uh, Cipher. Oh, Cipher. Yeah. Right. Things, so Cypher, things, girlfriend, Trevor's girlfriend, yeah, yeah. Trevor, Trevor Belmont's uh, uh, love interest, right? Mm-hmm. So, like the last season, it was kind of like seeing Cipher starting to see um, how bad Trevor Belmont's world is dealing with like monsters and how bad the world is, mm-hmm. right? So it's like it's progressively, um, it's still always bad, but with Cipher, she's starting to see how bad the world is get, like how bad the world is. Right, where somebody tries to open up a hell mountain, tries to bring Dracula back. And uh, they're now on a journey, like Trevor and Cypher, trying to <laughs> trying to stop all these people trying to bring Dracula back. And they eventually get back to the town where you know Dracula kind of curses everybody, kind of turns the world upside down, basically. Right? Um, so that was actually pretty cool it's not as good as the previous series seasons they've changed the animation a little bit so it's not as tight as it was before but it's not it's not a huge difference um but like the main thrust of the series is just that um um they actually kind of trick alucard to uh provide like the space needed to bring dracula um back um with his wife 
Mm. Um, and basically, oh man, I can't even remember the, um, what's his face? The, uh, the wizard, the, oh, the, um, it's a term where you turn, you know, regular stuff into gold. Alchemist. What's, what's, alchemist. Yeah. Mm. They get the, the alchemist to kind of come up with a plan to bring Dracula back so that um, he can get a dimension doorway to find his love who's trapped in the in the magical tunnel. That's what I call it. Man, I'm sorry <laughs> I'm describing this terribly, but it's been a little bit of time. Yeah. Um, uh, but it's, I just guess I'll keep it general. Um, you know that's what? That's basically the story. I, yeah. don't, I don't think season four is necessary. No? No. Actually, mm, I don't. I don't. I could, like... If so, Castlevania is not necessarily a must watch for me. Uh, mm-hmm. I watch it because oh, okay, that's interesting. Um, saw the second season, this is kind of all the story in the third season, but after a while, like like I said, the violence and the it just gets it's, it's kind of gets too much, yeah, <laughs> a little bit too but much. The, the animation, animation is so good, the animation though. is amazing, actually. Yeah. I have no problem with that animation at all. Animation is borderline perfect. The story is, is at least the story starting off the series was, was pretty good. Yeah. But after a while, like the language and the violence, this, this you know, rolls off on me. Um, yeah, it's kind of like the the age where like the DC movies, where it's like, oh, we're we're making stuff for adults, so let's just be as violent his, and as uh, the sexual as possible. This seems more natural than what DC does. DC is like, oh, just, oh yeah, 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 you know yeah. What no, for sure. Yeah, but I'll say this though: following Isaac's story, uh, which was who was uh, Dracula's white right hand man. Oh, yes. Yes. And Hector, and then reconciling with Hector. Yes. That was, I think, Isaac's journey, his character arc, was the most interesting thing of the series. Oh, yeah. Outside of that, like, just seeing him change and him coming to terms with life and who he is. He's actually, if I had to be honest, he's the most interesting character in the whole series. Oh, yeah. Because every time they cut to him, you're always kind of like, what the, like, what is he doing? Like, he's... Who who is this guy? He's like basically a henchman before, who's kind of sadistic to becoming yeah. like uh, I'm right. my own kind of force of nature. Exactly. Now. exactly. Like I'm becoming like Dracula in a sense, but for completely different reasons. Dracula wants to kind of like just destroy the world because he was angry because like society took away his love, basically. Yeah. So it's like, no, what? I'm just going to burn the world down. Basically, and my right? question is, how many characters in animation do you see that have that type of story arc, that that definitive, um, obvious change in them over a period of time? Like I'm trying with, to think. You mean with Isaac? Yeah, like like Isaac. Yeah, who yeah, who has no. that? I'm just wondering. I'm sure there is. I'm just saying. I, I don't remember. You, yeah, everyone you really that that, that steep of a change in a character, right? So, but that's that's the only positive. Otherwise, to me. This episode, this season was what four episodes? No, sorry, ten episodes long. It's, it's ten episodes. Yeah, yeah, that's like that's like I don't know, eight episodes too long, bro. It, <laughs> they could have did they could have did an eight in maybe like six episodes because I, I think to, previous to kind seasons, of focus it a little bit more. Yeah, because previous se- oh, previous seasons were like ten and eight actually. No, yeah. first season was four, second season was eight, and then the third season was ten. I didn't I didn't realize that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. It was just it just seemed too long. I, I don't think it was necessary. Um. Mm-hmm. The story could have ended with Dracula and and his woman dead, um, Alucard out chilling by himself in the bush. But hold up, but that's all. That's Castlevania, though. Castlevania is like all about like people trying to bring back Dracula and then them trying to stop them people from bringing back Dracula. Yeah, yeah you know what? They didn't even do that well, in my opinion. Huh? They, I think that should have been like a 
that was that even the that I don't know that didn't seem to be the main focus of the season. I think mm-hmm. Isaac chewed up. I think Isaac and Hector chewed up chewed up most of that time. And their stories were interesting. It's just no, your, most definitely. It just wasn't focused though. I, I, very interesting stories, but in terms of uh, the plot of okay, this cult coming together to bring back Dracula, well, meh. No, know what it was like? It's like Iron Fist. You know the Marvel series Iron Fist on Netflix, where yeah, everything I'm, I'm was just. That, sure, yes. You familiar with that show yeah, that yeah. We, we've talked about? Go listen to our episode on Iron Fist that we I, had. I've um, never seen season two though, but yeah. <laughs> I watched all of season two and yeah. I was greatly upset. But yeah. Castlevania didn't do that though. Like at least the characters were. <laughs> well, that's not much of a comparison though. A lot of shows haven't done that. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, like I, the like um. Just like the ascension, I think like the ascension of Isaac and like the freedom, like I and Hector getting his freedom, that was kind of riveting, like stuff that held a lot of the emotional and um, the weight of the story. Whereas like it flipped it a little bit, where um, Trevor and 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 Cipher were were kind of like they're like the tentpole, but is like a secondary tentpole. It's really weird. And even with Alucard, they didn't really like Alucard. I, I like him as a character. Like he could be like a super interesting character. Yeah. It's this person who's, you know, kind of immortal and just not knowing how to fit in with society because his dad is, you know, Dracula who's tried to murder up everybody. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like there could have been a lot more there done with him. Yeah. But I don't think they had the necessarily the courage to kind of like to walk with him through a series, even though they've done some disturbing stuff with him in the previous season with like the two twins and stuff. Yeah. Like that. See, yeah, that's yeah. some stuff. I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't want to see that stuff anymore. Yeah. So I can't, I can't No, I, I don't think I don't, if there's a season five, a, I'm not interested. B, yeah. I'm not in mood to see the same type of gratuitous, um, exploits as yeah. in the first one. So it's, it's, yeah, to me, from my concern, um, Casavina yeah. rap. That's, that's it. <laughs> I'm going to focus on the other anime. Uh, yeah. But let's look at uh, some zombie movies. Uh, All right, cool. You saw Zombieland 2. Yep. I did not bother. Yeah, uh, I was looking forward to it because I like the Zombieland series. The first I one, don't like zombie movies. Zombie, I, I saw the first one. Zombie, the first it. one was good. The first one was good. Uh, I saw uh, Army of the Dead, Zack Snyder's new zombie movie, mm-hmm. uh, which was, I wouldn't call it good. Um, uh, well, it's it's uh, let put it this way: in comparison to its first zombie movie, this this the first one's better. <laughs> well, with Zombieland two, I would say that it is the somewhat the same. Actually, it was um, yeah, like actually with Zombieland two, I think all the notes um to make it engaging, it it does that um. It is a pretty good sequel. It's just maybe it felt a little bit kind of TV show vibe to me, oh, you know, like okay. a second, like like a third episode of a TV series versus like a standalone second movie that has the characters developing more. Like it's mm-hmm. just the characters get back together. Tallahassee, you know, Wichita, you know, Columbus, they're all together doing their thing. And it's just a little bit of an elevation of what they've done before. So they don't really change too much. They're just, mm. you know, staying, staying in the same sphere, but it was fun. It was, re- it was really fun. Okay. Um, 
fun movie. They introduced um, what's her name, uh, Madison, into the into the um, into the movie, which is like <laughs> Colum- Like basically, it's like Columbus like wants to like propose to Wichita, and then she freaks off, freaks out, and leaves. <laughs> um, and then he gets together with uh, with Madison, who's like kind of like a, a bimbo in a sense. And you don't know how she survived so long in this zombie world, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, but it's 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 entertaining. It's it's entertaining. It's a good, it's a good just watch on like a Saturday afternoon. Nothing too serious, but just fun. Okay, I mean, I guess in that case, it's not that's not horrible. But I yeah, I don't know. I you know, I think at this age, I need more from my zombie movies. <laughs> let me let me let me let me share something with you. I'm, I'm LeVar needs more from his zombie movies well, now. Everyone look, hear that. Look at that. Um, That's good. That should be a title. Keep keep need... listen. Check this out. Army of the Dead. Yep. Um, Alone, uh, Alive, The Night Easter World, Cargo, uh, World War Z, uh, Doom, Resident Evil, I Am Legend, Warm Bodies, Zombieland. Um. <laughs> Uh, 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 Train to Busan. Awesome. You know, um, uh, quarantine. Twenty-eight days later. Twenty-eight weeks later. Ravenous. What all, do all these movies have in common? Um, I've seen them all. <laughs> so, it, uh, Overlord, Maggie, which was actually a very good movie. We should talk about Maggie one day. Yeah, uh, that's a honor uh, Schwarzenegger zombie movie. He's actually very. Oh, okay. His daughter has uh, like is a zombie being a zombie like a virus, yeah. And so she has a, only a few uh, a few days left before the virus kind of takes over. It's actually kind of kind of nice. It's a nice, very quiet, independent movie. But nice. um, the the point I'm making is that like I've seen a lot of zombie movies, um, funny ones, serious ones, dumb ones, smart ones, what have you, what have you. And the 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 the, the interesting about zombie, the, I think the key thing about zombie movies is is about survival. Right. When the world falls apart, how do you survive? Right. Um, what is humanity made out of when everything normal and sane becomes abnormal and insane? How do you cope? How do you adapt? How do you mm-hmm. maintain you, your humanity? Are you the zombie? Mm. Mm, um, the flip. Are you the, the brain eating monster? Exactly. Right. Uh, Walking <laughs> Dead is another example. Uh, oh, Kingdom. The Korean right, series kingdom. kingdom, yeah, you know, so and a lot of these guys that uh, you know address zombiness in different ways, they keep the franchise going and interesting, like because all the movies I mentioned are like completely different from one another, completely different from one another, and yet still right. kind of hold the same core concepts of something's affecting those people out there. We're the only ones who are normal. What are we going to do to survive or to fight back, whatever the case may be, right? So all that being said, um, I, I enjoy zombie movies. Um, I enjoy seeing how whoever it is trying to survive or escape or maintain or whatever the case may be. I think they're entertaining. I think they make for good you know, political and sociological um, observations and discussion. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but uh, I don't know where Army of the Dead falls into that. Uh, I, I don't like even Zombieland. You know, it, it's funny, it's quirky, it's lighthearted. I have no problem with that. But when I look at Army of the Dead by Zack Snyder, the most recent film, which is supposed to be branched off into some kind of franchise, apparently. Yeah. Uh, there are some, there's some things in it. Like, I, like I don't get it. Like, the idea of, uh, what is it? <laughs> so, pretty much, the movie starts off at the end of something else. 
which is cool. Oh, okay. So the trail, so the the um, what do you call it the the intro during the music and the credits and everything. You see, I guess a group of people who rescue a group of people out of Las Vegas, which is right. overrun by zombies. And right. then they lock Las Vegas down. So they put like a barrier around Las Vegas so no one can come in or come out of Las Vegas. Right. But at the same time, a whole bunch of people are displaced and just outside of Las Vegas. And then um, for some reason, this billionaire says, listen, uh, I have money in there in a vault. Uh, I want to send you send a team in led by Dave Batista to crack the vault, get the money and come out. Right. And I said, okay. And they do it, or at least they try to do it. It doesn't work out. Like it, it does work <laughs> out, but it doesn't. In terms of the twelve man, ten man team, yeah, they all get wiped out except for one guy, right. and that guy comes out with the money, but also comes out as a zombie. So oh it is. It and so you see him on a plane going back, and he notices the bites. Like, oh snap, son! <laughs> <laughs> That's how it ends. It was. It's. It's funny. No, sorry. Two people survive. Um. Uh, the the gentleman who eventually will become a zombie and Dave Patisa's daughter who is stupid and arrogant and annoying in the film. Yeah. She's just not logical in how she moves. Uh, this actually one, this is a side note. This is uh, one funny scene in where Dave uh, Batista and this woman he works with, I guess she's about to, or she just finishes telling him how much he, he she loves him. And like, Man, I'm here for you, Dave. I'm here for you because I love you. And then next thing you know, a zombie rolls up and turns her head all the way around. Oh, boy. Like, all the <laughs> way around. I'm like, oh, snap. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> I knew something was going to happen. Like, okay, someone's going to die or something's going to happen. But I didn't know it was going to be her like that. That was interesting. But, um, yeah, the premise is, is whatever. You know, it's a heist movie with right. zombies. Mm. And then, of course, there's a clock ticking because now they're going to nuke the whole place. Why they wait until the last minute? Like, the zombie's been there for a couple of months. Why not nuke them day one? Right, 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 right. Why not all of a sudden you have an hour to get out before nuke comes? And the, and, but one side note that is just positive that I found interesting and good. So there was a comedian who was cast in one of the roles. Yeah. And because of some, um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Some accusations and such that happened in his life, he got removed yeah. from the film. So what they had to do, they found somebody else, another right. comedian, and they were able to insert her into the film. Oh, wow. After the fact. And you can, like, so based on you know appearance, you can't really tell, but right. based on dialogue, it does seem like she's talking to herself in a room. <laughs> you know, it doesn't always seem like she's actually talking to somebody, and so that's the kind of a nuance there, being able to talk as if you're talking to somebody versus talking to the air. Right. Um, but that was actually impressive. She hasn't even met the rest of the cast. Oh wow! Yeah. So they filmed her scene separately and then inserted it into the film. I was actually impressed with that. That's actually pretty good. I'm looking like. Man, you can barely tell. Oh, okay. And it's smart <laughs> where they put her. So it doesn't, it, it, it makes sense how they cut it and how they maneuvered it. It actually makes sense. But yeah. And there's another part of the movie that didn't make sense. I can't remember what it was because it wasn't a movie that really impacted me that much. I watched it one night. I think it was late one night I watched it. I was like, yeah, okay. But right. I, I like Zack Snyder. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I think oh, Zack Snyder is one of the top three directors of all time. Stop. He's he better than Hitchcock. He, he, oh, my goodness. You can't say stuff he's, like he's this. Better, he's better than Scorsese. Oh my god, I can't. Steven Spielberg, forget that guy. Oh man. George I Lucas can't. who? What has he done? <laughs> George Lucas what? <laughs> I don't know. Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder is a high concept guy. Like you don't okay, you don't have to like his movies, and that's fine, but 
He's a high concept guy. He's like, you know what? This is what I want to do. It's big. It's great. It's beautiful. It doesn't always right. work out the way. Like, Sucker Punch, I think, is still a an achievement. Oh, boy. The Sucker okay. Punch. Okay, people want to talk about women in empowerment and women in, in such and such. Sucker Punch does that. It's a it's a female led uh, movie. Yes, they're you know wearing like mini Catholic school skirts sometimes, and I get the problem aspect of that. Right. And and there are and and they're in an asylum and and people making them dance and yes, it's all issues. But <laughs> it, the, 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 these are issues, but at the same time, like, uh, here's the, the, the caveat. Here's, yeah, here's, here's, here's but yes, you have to look at the context and the concept he's going for. He's saying, okay. These women are trapped, particularly, uh, I think the, the lead actress, her character's name is Baby or Babby or something like that. I she's, think it's Baby. Baby, right? She's trapped, right? And she could, and then her only escape is her mind, in a sense. And in her mind, she's escaping. She has a big old gun. She's jumping off of Mecha High robots, and she's going against Sumerai, Sumerai uh, robots. It's, it's weird. It's wonderfully weird and peculiar, you know, but that's her attempt at escaping the world. The real world is tough. She was molested by her stepfather or her father, I think, and and then somehow uh, framed her or something to get her into prison or in asylum, rather. And then now, you know, she's trying to escape, and the only way she can escape is through her mind, not through her body. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's you know, she, it's, a, it's a loss of agency. Oh, snap! It's deep, son. Oh, well, loss it's... of her her own agency, her own independence, her own freedom is locked physically. But what they can't lock down is her mind. But however, by the end of the movie. <laughs> And the movie, though, that's a, that's the last thing to go. They take her mind from her too. Oh, Yo, boy. this this is this film. I'm not personally a feminist, but this film is a feminist film, bro. <laughs> this film is promoting the necessity for the freedom of the female. Yo, this is it layers upon layers. Zack Snyder is a is a genius. That's all I'm saying. Okay, okay. I think we need to call it. I don't. <laughs> I don't know if I can handle much more of this. I can't. Okay, go back and rewatch uh, uh Punch. Watch it with your wife. Oh, boy. And tell me okay. we don't see what Zack Snyder is trying, the underlying uh, issues he's addressing and the message he's putting. Watch it. Watch it. And I know what? I, Andre, when you listen to this, bro, watch it with your wife as well. <laughs> watch Sucker Punch. And just be honest. It's a positive message for his woman to maintain their agency, to 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 be strong and, and know, you know, you know, whatever. Trust me. Okay, well, let us know what you think of Sucker Punch. No, don't let us know what you think about Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch what have you been watching um, as, we, <laughs> as we wrap up our show today? We watched, uh, eight, uh, well, Army of the Dead, WandaVision, Castlevania, Zombieland 2. So uh, let us know what you think about all those and and watch, what's it called again? This other Zack Snyder movie. Uh, oh, Army I said Sucker Punch? Yeah. Oh yeah, Army of the Dead. Oh boy, this is oh man. Okay, well, what is, let's know what you think of these movies, um, especially Sucker Punch, because now I think that is the the PS2 resistance for for Lavar. So let's know what you think. You can reach us on um, on uh, on all your podcast purveyors. Um, you can uh, uh, tweet us at uh, at after underscore watch. You can email us at theafterwatch at pm dot me, or you can reach us newly on Instagram where we post an image every. Monday or so on at the Afterwatch on uh, Instagram. So uh, let us know what you think of these movies, and uh, we'll hit you up next time. And always remember, Afterwatch rocks the world. Autobots transform and roll out. <laughs>